Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to a Disney at Work podcast. Because of the reopening of the Disney parks, we've had a lot of Disney at Play podcasts of recent. If you recall, Disney at Play is really about celebrating the fan that is within us in terms of our love and enjoyment of all things Disney. But I also provide podcasts that focus on best in business practices from the happiest place on earth and how you can apply them back to your organization. Today, we're bringing to you a topic that is so timely in this uh, period of COVID-19. It's called Smile, Darnia, Smile. Why you should smile while wearing a mask. remember this tune which was repopularized in the film Who Framed Roger Rabbit. All of the tunes come together at the end of the film and join in unison on these words. The greatest symbol of customer service is a smile. Having a smile is a part of what makes Disney customer service legendary. For years, Making eye contact and a smile were the first of Disney's seven service guidelines. Under Disney's service basics, smiling is listed as the first way to project a positive image and energy. It's been a heritage of Disney's to have their hosts and hostesses, their cast members, greet others with a smile. All that said, it's not easy smiling at Disney. Sometimes it's hot out there. The humidity is high, lightning storms are on the way. There are more guests than one knows what to do with. Lines queue in every direction. Some guests are frustrated, even angry. Others are cheating in line or ruining the guest experience for others. The other cast members are exhausted and tired. To make matters worse, Supervisors come parading through, having been behind a desk in an air-conditioned office, and all they do is remind you, hey, you should be smiling. Now, it's even been made more challenging by having to wear a mask. And that's an interesting notion. The, re- the, the, the purpose for wearing a mask has to do with safety. And when we look at Disney's four uh, safety, or four service basics, we know that they come in this order, safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency. Well, obviously smiling is a big part of courtesy and a a little bit of show, but here we've taken the importance of wearing a mask and that safety aspect and put it first, above and beyond your ability to see somebody smiling. And so it's a real challenge. Cast members are now required to wear a mask. And behind a mask, frankly, who knows if you smile or not? Well, actually, you do sound more upbeat, more positive, 
more caring when you smile, even if it's under a mask. Hey, why should you smile? Well, there has actually been a large body of work done on why smiling matters. Indeed, a casual look on the internet and you will find that it is said that a genuine smile, first of all, makes us more attractive. And I think all of us want to look better, right? So smiling makes you handsomer, prettier, more beautiful. Smiling helps us to change our mood, takes us from that down place and brings it to a more upbeat place. Smiling provides us greater attention. If you want to be noticed, smile more because others will notice you more. Smiling boosts our immune system and overall health. Yeah, there's science out there that says you're gonna be healthier or people who smile more are healthier than those who do not. Smile uses approximately 16 facial neck muscles. Frowning, that's a bigger workout because actually frowning takes about 43 of the same kinds of muscles. Smiling lowers your blood pressure. Smiling helps make people more successful in their lives in the long run. Smiling helps us to stay more positive. Data shows that smiling releases endorphins that act as a natural painkiller. Smiling boosts levels of serotonin, which regulates our moods, our sleep, our sexuality, and our appetite. Smiling acts as a natural painkiller. Smiling makes us look younger. Smiling helps pave the way toward a better future. Smiling releases a warmer vocal tone. Smiling is contagious with others. Smiling relieves the stress that we're under and that we're feeling. And believe me, we're all feeling that stress these days. Smiling makes us more comfortable in the presence of others. And it makes others more comfortable in our presence. Smiling triggers certain hormones, lowering heart rates and steadying breathing. Smiling helps support our immune system and fight illness. Smiling provides as much stimulation to others as eating 2,000 chocolate bars. Smiling is something that is contagious. Smiling offers greater leniency to those. This is true. If you are facing a judge, if you are in the worst of the worst situations and you're standing before a judge, the data out there actually shows that you're going to get greater leniency if you have a natural, caring smile. And smiling eases the tension in the most embarrassing of moments. You know, you, you this is why you should smile. Even if people can't see your smile underneath your mask, all of these reasons tear up to why you should still keep smiling and provide that smile. Now that's said and done, it's still important to communicate that smile. And so we ask the ourselves the question, how do you smile through your mask? Even if you have to wear a mask, there are other things you can do to create the same effect as a smile. Many of these are useful for when you are not wearing a mask as well, by the way. Here are 10 simple things that you can do. First, keep your eye on the smile. 
eye contact and the accompanying eyebrows actually make a difference. There's an article from NBC Today that shows um, that uh, while the world doesn't seem as friendly when people are wearing masks, um, the truth is if you smile underneath your mask, people will see that smile even though it's contained underneath the mask. There is actually a lot of information which ends up being translated in your eyes, in your eyebrows, even on the wrinkles on your face. For instance, uh, you could tell, even though a big old pacifier is, is being chewed on by a baby, you can still see when they're smiling, even when that pacifier covers it up. It's all in the eyes. And so what you wanna do is, and, and you can hear, you can actually hear when someone smiles because it changes the shape of their mouth, causing the voice to become brighter. Um, yeah, so there, eye contact does so much to help create for the smile. By the, um, by the way, I should say that um, Disney, um, one of the things that uh, the call center groups at Disney often do is they invite their cast members to actually have a mirror in front of them when they're on the phone with guests. And when they're looking at that mirror, they invite them, in fact, they're usually a sign saying smile. Um, and, uh, and that actually translates over the phone, even though they don't even see you, they can hear that smile because you're making the effort to smile. So, so there you go. Um, smiling can happen even when they don't see your face. But here's some other things to do. Second thing is remove your sunglasses. The mirror to your soul is blocked if you have sunglasses. Now, I would understand the need for sunglasses if you are in bright, hazy weather, as so often happens here in Central Florida. What really confuses me is the number of cast members who will sometimes wear glasses, sunglasses in the shade, or wear sunglasses even inside. That just, that blocks your ability to really bring that smile, especially if you're having to wear a mask as well. You wanna, in fact, my rule of thumb is, is even when I'm in the bright outside, if I am having a direct one-on-one -on -one conversation with another individual, I remove my sunglasses so that they can have the benefit of having that direct eye contact. That's just so powerful. So take off those sunglasses, that's number two. Three, wave, you know, there is power in a wave and it's so fun to see. You could see a cast member from, oh, whatever it may be, it may be um, 30, 40 feet away, but you can see their smile because they're waving at you. And there is power in a wave. So use a wave as a way to transmit your, transmit, <laughs> transmit your smile as far as you can go. Use open gestures. All other open gestures you have can create for a friendly disposition. So for instance, crossed arms would be something that would communicate uncertainty to another individual as to how you feel about them. Language, number five, make sure that your language is friendlier than before. Make sure you use plenty of thank you and please and, and just 
I, I love this. It's a simple thing I teach it in other classes. Never say no to somebody. Say yes and to somebody. And that way, what you're doing is when you say somebody is a no, but what you're doing is you're actually negating uh, the conversation that you're having with another person. And so that just kind of ruins that. So what I would recommend you do is when somebody says something you don't agree with, say yes and. What you're doing is you're taking what you agree with in terms of that person and building on top of that rather than focusing on what you don't like about what the individual said. So again, language, number five, that you got to find new ways to make your language friendlier than before. And by the way, speak up a little. One of the challenges is, is that um, it's harder to speak through that mask. And then some people have a plastic shield, which by the way, if you only needed the plastic shield to speak, that would be great. Usually most cast members are required to have a face mask and a plastic shield or a face mask and a plexiglass um, uh, divider between they and those that they're speaking with. So you, um, but where I'm trying to go with this is try to, um, try to create that language that is as friendly as possible. Uh, number six, lighten up. You can use a sense of humor even when um, you have to use a mask. Um, well, I know what I was going to say, Back going back to language. So one of the challenges is, and I noticed this first of all, cast members, one of the things you do to show attention and you show care and concern in a conversation or when you don't hear someone or when you want to make sure they're heard is you want to lean in on the conversation or you want to take a step toward the individual. But in terms of trying to create that social distancing, you got to pull back from that. And so be careful while those are great nonverbal gestures to lean in or to take a step towards someone, you're actually negating the safety aspect of wearing that mask. So the trick is you got to project a little bit more, keep that all the while keeping that language as friendly as possible. Because what happens is, is when we raise our voice, then it seems like we're angrier. So again, all the more reason why that language has got to be friendlier because you're having to elevate that voice, you're having to do it through a mask, maybe even a shield as well. So think about that language aspect, especially as you project. Then number six, lighten up. Use a sense of humor where you can. Seven, serve. Provide really great guest service. When they've seen you gone, you have gone the extra mile um, they will know how friendly uh, your service really is. So be sure um, uh, that you serve uh, with intent. Eight, uh, that was seven. Eight is to engage. In other words, you got to make sure all your other team members and those around you support them in their efforts to provide that friendly service. The reason why a lot of people don't smile is frankly, stuff behind the scenes, stuff backstage, stuff um, that the guests never see are impacting their ability to really create a great guest experience. And as a result, it's more frustrating to smile even 
certainly behind the mask. Nine, oh boy, stay positive. An attitude is everything in terms of not only getting through a customer service experience, um, it's, it's, it's about, um, it's, it's just about, um, it's about getting through COVID-19. The only way we're going to get through this is by having a great attitude. So be sure you stay positive. And then 10, end magically. Now that's more than just saying have a magical day. It's about making sure you get people to a positive outcome before you leave them. All these are just, just really simple ideas to transcend the smile through the mask, even though they don't see your smile. You know, um, if you're like W.C. Fields, you may be inclined to, quote, start each day with a smile and get over it. After all, like uh, my Gen Y daughter says, who works for a major retailer, um, some jobs are just super sucky. And even in the best job, there are days where you're just not going to want to smile. Sometimes you have to acknowledge that. The circumstances in which you are in, this whole thing with COVID-19, much less uh, the whole issues around your own work and your family and everybody's health, boy, they're really challenging out there. But you know what? We gotta just smile. Danya, smile. That's why I used this particular smile or this particular song from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Let me let me just read the lyrics one more time. Smile, Danya, smile. You know this whole world is a good world after all. Smile, Danya, smile. And right away, watch Lady Luck pay you a call. Things are never black as they are painted time for you and joy to get acquainted make life worthwhile come on and smile danya smile, smile, danya, smile. Well, there's some souvenirs that we share in all of our Disney at work, and they don't even cost anything. You don't even need your annual pass to get a discount because they're free. They're complimentary. They're asking you the following questions. Do I smile? Do I enjoy smiling? If so, why? What's in it for me? Do I feel awkward smiling? If so, how do I make it part of my nature? Can I find a smile in serving others? Do I take the lead in modeling the importance of keeping a smile on my face? What can I do to keep a sense of humor and to lighten up? 
Engaging with others keeps me focused on others rather than my own needs. How can I stay more engaged and find a smile in serving others? Well, the importance of smiling and so many other great ideas in customer service can be found in my book, The Wonderful World of Customer Service at Disney. In its second edition, we have a chapter that's actually completely dedicated to smile, darn your smile, as well as issues like how to greet guests, how to make guests feel special, how to um, get guests to comply with what you're asking them to do, how to create a high-tech, high-touch um, experience, how do you provide great wayfinding and great service recovery. All of these ideas and so much more we talk about empathy, we talk about walking in the shoes of our guests, we talk about making every guest a VIP. That means not a very important person, but a very individual person. All that can be found in my book, The Wonderful World of Customer Service at Disney. And uh, grab a copy of it, it's available on Amazon. Everything we shared with you is on our notes page for this podcast so be sure to check it out as well as other things that we have at disney at work.com so much to share plus my other podcasts we just did one on the food and wine festival that is going to evolve every time uh, every every week we're going to add more items that we've uh, had a chance to check out at the food and wine festival so be sure to check out both the post and the podcast for that and, uh, and so much more at DisneyAtWork.com and DisneyAtPlay.com. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being part of this podcast and for, for being with us. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure that you know that, uh, that by subscribing, you'll be, you'll be told when new uh, podcasts are coming out. And we're trying to get them out as often as possible. So be sure to join us. And finally, in the words of Sinbad's Storybook Voyage. That's number 37 of our podcast. If you haven't checked that one out, it's the most popular podcast I've ever done. Well, in his words, Sinbad says, follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon. <laughs>